All right, let's check in with the wife. It's time once again for the Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my beautiful wife, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. So, uh, first of all, congratulations on the successful launch of the transmission. Thank you. Uh, I, I think we're having fun. We are. It's a great time doing the show. Absolutely. But uh, it's also good to be able to turn our attention here to other things. So uh, what's on your mind this week? Well, I want to do a top five list inspired by one of our Netflix movies from the last week. Uh, which one? Repo Man. Oh, okay. And uh, what's the topic of the top five? L.A. movies. This is actually the first in a series. I want to do a New York list and a London list and, I don't know, um, other places. But for right now, we'll do an L.A. list. Okay. So uh, movies in Los Angeles. What's number five? Repo Man. Okay. Definitely one of my favorite films from, uh, well, from a few years ago. I, I, I was actually kind of surprised that you wanted to see it. Well, you know, I, I'd heard a lot of good things about it. And recently I was listening to Real Reviews, um, the podcast um, that Michael Gohagan hosts. And, you know, he mentioned it and he spoke of it very glowingly. Um, and I was inspired to see it because he uh, he made a really odd observation that you should really watch it with a closed captioning on because there's lots of little things that you might not catch if you're not. Definitely. Um, you know, I watched the movie several times with my very best friend of all time, Nate, who you who you know. Hi, Nate. And uh, he, he's, he's an unusual character, probably the closest thing to a cartoon in, in, in human form. But um, when we watched it, there wasn't any of this closed captioning business. And sitting and watching it with you, there were a lot of things that were picked up and trans translated in the background that I'd never heard before. Right. Like there's a scene in a hospital and, you know, on the intercom overhead, Somebody says, Mr. Lee, please return the scalpel. And that just cracked me up for right, hours. Right, right. So you really liked it? Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of dated. It was made in the early 80s. So, you know, there's a lot of music and, and fashion that you can tell is, is not really modern. But it's got a very cult kind of appeal. It's It's got a certain quirky sense of humor that appeals to a certain audience. Right. I mean, I wasn't sure at first that it was a comedy it's it's comedy-ish. It's you know it does have a very bizarre sense of humor. It won't appeal to everybody, but I definitely liked it a lot. Uh, who was it? That had Emilio Estevez, right? Um, not very many famous faces. Harry Dean Stanton is in this film. That's right. That's right. Um, I know him best as Andy's dad in Pretty in Pink. Mm -hmm. um, Emilio Estevez was 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 him. You know he 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 was fine for the character. And although I I guess I had blocked out of my mind, I probably didn't need to see him in his tidy whities again. No, no, me neither. <laughs> but uh, definitely a, a fun film. Uh, what was number four on your list? The Big Lebowski. Ah, a great film, a Coen Brothers film. Yeah, I love the Coen Brothers. I've seen pretty much everything they've done. Um, you know, you've got Fargo, Blood Simple, Intolerable Cruelty. You know, they've got so many different kinds of movies, but this is probably my favorite because, you know, you compare this movie to, say, Fargo. Fargo is very stark, very bleak, really gritty, kind of hard to watch. And you have um, The Big Lebowski, which is kind of fantastical and absurd and wacky. It's got these really strange fantasy sequences. Yeah, vaguely psychedelic, like uh, Pink Floyd's The Wall or something. And besides, you know, being kind of fantastical and strange, it's very highly quotable. 
Absolutely. Lots of catchphrases that you can use. Um, the, the dude abides. Oh, the dude abides. But, <laughs> um, and, you know, some great performances in this film. Yeah, Jeff Bridges nails the dude. He's just the perfect dude. I couldn't see anybody else in the part. And uh, John Turturro's in it as well. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's kind of a Coen's go-to guy. He's in a lot of the Coen's movies, mm -hmm. but he's great. Now, it's funny that you mentioned this film because just recently you had pointed out there was a significant reference to The Big Lebowski on a Cartoon. Right. My daughter loves this show called Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I might have mentioned it before, but um, it's got the whole episode is kind of a parody of The Big Lebowski. Yeah, it was like one big, uh, one big homage to uh, The Big Lebowski, but nobody in, in Katie's age group would even recognize those, those references. Well, one hopes not anyway. <laughs> Okay, so what's your third favorite L.A. movie? Pulp Fiction. Oh, my gosh. Well, you talk about uh, quotable films. That's high up there. Yeah, um, it's wall-to-wall it's -wall quotes that everybody knows and scenes that everybody remembers. I think it's kind of an iconic film. Um, it's incredibly violent, but if you're, you know, if you're a Tarantino fan, you've come to expect that from him anyway. Well, the film borrows heavily from uh, his earlier films. A lot of people kind of see it as he was, you know, kind of honing it down until he got to Pulp Fiction, which is almost too perfect. I mean, it had all the uh, incredible dialogue and, of course, the great music and the great cinematography and, and the great, you know, amounts of violence. But I kind of like the way that um, L.A. Is, is almost a secondary character. Absolutely. They make references to, to neighborhoods. And, you know, I don't really understand L.A., but somehow I kind of pick up on the significance of the layout and certain neighborhoods from the film. Right. Like Jules is from Englewood. And, and there's several other references. Now, uh, this was the film that was credited, for better or worse, to, uh, to bringing John Travolta back. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, there's it brought back Bruce Willis to a lesser degree, too. Um, in this movie, you'll also have Uma Thurman and Harvey Keitel, Ving Rhames. Um, and there's lots of faces like of character actors that you might not necessarily know their names, but you see them quite a bit in, in other films. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really just a collection of wonderful performances. And although I really don't think there's anyone who hasn't seen Pulp Fiction. Except your mom. That's right. That's right. I mean, I keep talking to her about how great it is, but um, I'm kind of afraid to watch it with her. Oh, I don't, definitely don't want to see this in front of your mom. I'd squirm. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what was your second favorite Los Angeles film? Speed. Oh, my. Uh, Keanu Reeves in a bus. Keanu Reeves in a bus, yeah. So what's so great about Speed? Well, it's such a popcorn movie. It's just a, you know, it's an action movie, kind of a shoot 'em up but I think... It's particularly well-written for an action film, and it's really exciting. It's got great action sequences. Well, I'd say it's exciting and fun. I'm not sure if it's well-written, but it was definitely a movie that didn't take itself too seriously, probably because Keanu was in it, and you know that kind of made it enjoyable. It was a fun ride. Dennis Hopper, I think, is the ultimate villain. He just plays the best bad guy in every movie. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Jeff Daniels wasn't bad, and uh, the, the only thing I probably wasn't too fond of was What's-Her-Face. Oh, Sandra Bullock? I like Sandra Bullock. Okay. Well, actually, I've kind of softened up on her lately as well. Um, well, I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's a city bus in Los Angeles, so you see a lot of the city that way. Yeah, my favorite line from that is, I already seen the airport. <laughs> and uh, I, I think a lot of us have. I think... For most of us, if we're lucky, that's all we've seen of Los Angeles. <laughs> that's all I've seen of it. All right. Well, you're lucky then. And uh, finally, what was your favorite Los Angeles film of all time? Memento. Ah, Memento. That was uh, 
supposedly an art house flick that exploded with good reason. It's a great movie. It's a really great movie. I actually look for excuses to put this one on my top five list, but it's just, I think it's pretty close to brilliant. It's about a guy who is attacked by muggers in his house. His wife is murdered and he basically goes on a revenge spree. But the real uh, appeal of this film is that it's a gimmick film because it's uh, shown to you backwards, and you 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 have to figure out what happened the other, you know, in the reverse. Right. It's it's kind of a brain twister. Um, but I think personally, even when it's in chronological order, when you can watch it in chronological order, it's still a good movie. Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I I really think that the the gimmick was a big part of its appeal. I mean, the, when you get the DVD with a little Easter egg, you are allowed to watch the film spliced together, you know, beginning to end in chronological order. Actually, I thought it was fairly conventional that way. But uh, again, the gimmick works, and it 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 was definitely a standout that year. And Joey Pants is in it. Ah, yes, Joe Pantoliano. You gotta love him. He's great. Okay, so what are your top five favorite all time LA movies? Number five is Repo Man. Number four is The Big Lebowski. Number three is Pulp Fiction. Number two is Speed. And number one is Memento. Lots of lots of great films on that list. You know, I'd, I'd probably have a number of them on my all-time favorite movies list, although I didn't realize until now how many of them take place in Los Angeles. And, you know, a lot of people have seen these movies. They were hugely popular, but if you were avoiding them um, because of the hype and you haven't seen them, you should see them for sure. Absolutely, and I, I guess I'll, I'll let my mom see it too. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Jen. My pleasure. And good luck with the transmission. Thank you.